Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy is uh, Eric Name, Milwaukee Basketball Insider. Eric underscore name on Twitter. Eric, how you doing, pal? I'm good. How are you? We are doing well. So uh, the Bucks haven't scored 100 points in the last couple of games. Their last game was a lackluster performance, a physical performance against Miami. But uh, for those that are beginning to panic as they start to get into the meat of their their season, I guess, uh, tell people why they shouldn't panic. Yeah, you know, I, I think every once in a while uh, teams are allowed to have a, a little bit of a stretch of basketball that isn't their best. And, you know, I think that's what we've seen in the last two games. Uh, after going 83 games and scoring 100 straight, now two games in a row where they haven't. And I don't know that you put uh, a whole ton of stock into it just because, you know, there's a game without Chris Middleton, uh, and then there's a game where the Heat just played better. <laughs> and on the second game of a, or the second night of a back to back, like, it's a pretty tough stretch. So, uh, you know, I think there's some people out there that are concerned about the Heat as a potential playoff matchup. and. I think it's warranted. They're, they're an incredibly talented team, and uh, they have a guy in Bam Adebayo that is strong and quick. And under that, yeah, I'm going to see from night to night. But uh, overall, I mean, I think this is just uh, a couple of games that the Bucks haven't played their best basketball, and uh, I think they're going to get right through it. Um, this team back at it again tonight against a team that just before the All-Star break, they looked rather lackluster against. Now, granted, Giannis didn't play in that ball game. But they didn't have energy or anything down there in Indianapolis. Now the the Pacers come to town tonight. I, my my thought process is that this is a, a little extraction of revenge just before they went to the All Star break that we're going to see tonight. Yeah, it's kind of strange. We we really haven't seen this Bucks team play poorly. Uh, I mean, I think that's the worst they've played this entire season. Is just that game. In Indiana, I mean, there was just nothing to it. It didn't matter offensively, defensively. They just they just weren't executing at all. So uh, that was a strange night to see that. I, I can't imagine we'll see it again. And I, I do think you're going to see them be much more focused, much more ready to go, especially with losing their last game. Uh, so this is kind of a double whammy for the Pacers where the Bucks lost to the Pacers last time. And then obviously they just lost their last game. Uh, this is going to be a motivated bunch for the Bucks. Uh I think we're going to see them have a good game tonight. Uh, I got to ask you. I mean, down here we're talking about Christian Yelich, uh, the signing of an MVP that wants to remain in Milwaukee. Uh, a lot of people say, "Well, hopefully that trickles over to the Milwaukee Bucks." And I have said all along. I've st- I said that I don't have any doubt in my body that Giannis doesn't stay with the Bucks. Uh, so, uh, do you think the questions then begin to surface tonight, saying, "Hey, Christian Yelich"? He's staying an MVP, you know. Uh, what about you? You know that type of thing. At what point does uh, do you think Giannis just says, "Yep, you know what, I'm staying"? 
Yeah, I don't think he'll end up doing that. I mean, I think it, it would be a, a more interesting question if, say, Giannis was the one that was in the slam dunk contest and Christian Yelich came through for him, like uh, Yelich did for Pat Connaughton. But mm-hmm. they don't really have much of a relationship. This isn't a situation where it was like Braun and Rodgers back in the day or anything like that. So they are obviously Milwaukee MVPs, but they don't have, uh, you know, like a real big relationship. Obviously, they've crossed paths a couple times, and I'm sure they'll cross paths. Uh, coming up on Sunday when the Bucks are actually in Phoenix, which I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing where you're sitting. Uh, but uh, when all of that comes back around, like him and Yelch aren't, aren't really good friends like that. So I don't know that it'll come up. But and with Giannis, I think he knows that there's really nothing to be gained from him saying much of anything at this point about his contract, other than you know he loves the city of Milwaukee and he'd love to stay here. But doing anything more definitively doesn't really help him out in any way. So um, I, I don't suspect we'll we'll hear Giannis say much of anything about his contract here until the end of the season. And uh, I mean, in an ideal world, the Bucks take care of business and win an NBA championship. And uh, the only time we get something a little bit early before June 30th when we can actually sign it is maybe the championship parade. Where during that he says he wants to stay in Milwaukee for the rest of his career. That, that would be about the only way I could see him announcing anything early about a contract extension. Talking with Eric Name, uh, our Milwaukee basketball insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, Eric, um, let's talk a little bit about injuries. Uh, obviously, Chris Middleton was down for a little bit, had that sore neck. Is that something that's going to be problematic? No, it doesn't seem like it. it, it and honestly, it kind of sounded like uh, a very – a very human problem, a very regular person problem. Chris essentially just said, like, you know, like I woke up and my neck was a little bit sore. So I think we've all kind of been through that where, you know, you sleep on, you sleep a little bit wrong, your neck hurts the next day, and then all of a sudden you have to miss a couple games. So uh, the Bucks have been extremely cautious with injuries to anyone on their roster this year, and Chris Middleton's no different. So uh, that one, I, I don't think that's going to bother him long term. I just think that was a, a couple of days where, his neck just didn't feel quite right, and they weren't about to risk anything. Uh, and then you got Kyle Korver. I mean, they certainly at times have been able to really rely upon his three shooting, three point shooting capability. When uh, when do you think he, he's going to be back to one hundred percent? So uh, I think uh, the Bucks have been pretty hush hush about kind of Kyle and, and what he's doing, and they keep saying the the right things. That you know they're happy how he's progressing, and you know they're sure that he's going to be back, but. I think for me, more than anything, this is a guy in his 17th season. Uh, he's trying to get through it. He's trying to, you know, figure out what's, you know, how how do you get through a season at that age when you play as much basketball as Kyle Korver has? And I think the big thing for them is they want to make sure that he's ready for the postseason. And to do that, I think they've gone all their way here to uh, make sure that everything is really right on him. You know, he's got that back, but make sure the back's right, make sure the knees are right, make sure the neck is right, make sure everything is right with Kyle Corbett before bringing him back. So I think they're being a little bit maybe overly cautious with him, but I think they see some value here in having him miss some games here so that he'll be ready for the postseason. Um, Coach Bud, uh, they have not lost back-to-back games all season long. He's been really good about kind of, I don't want to say, I, I think it's too easy to say rallying the troops, but the guys have taken it upon themselves after a lackluster performance to rebound and, and be pretty strong. 
Um, so what do you think the message is or what has Bud's message been since they went through three games in four days? Obviously their legs uh, maybe were uh, not the best, so to speak, in that game the other night. It was a very physical game. that It seemed like almost Miami was daring the officials to uh, call fouls on them. So what do you think uh, Coach Bud's message is? I think they know that they're in a pretty difficult stretch of their season right here because uh, when you look through it, they, they had that brutal back-to-back uh, the other week in Toronto. Uh, so that was like a three games in four days just kind of stretch there. Then they came back. Now they just had another three games in four days. They're going to play tonight against Indiana, and then they're going to travel out to L.A. on Friday and then about to back Sunday, Monday in Phoenix and Denver. So there's another three games in four days stretch. Like I just think they know that this is a pretty rough stretch. So I, I don't think Bud is going to make any excuses or anything like that. Uh, and, and more than anything, this team has been good because Bud doesn't really believe in, I guess you'd call them short-term motivational tactics, where, you know, saying something like, oh, you know, this is a big game, or uh, this team got you the other night, so you got, you got to get them back, or you lost the other night, so you can't lose two in a row. Like, he doesn't really believe in those kind of tactics. It's always we're trying to get better every day, and we need to play our best basketball every single day and that has kind of worked for this team because they have been so good that 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 message doesn't fall on deaf ears i think if they were a bad team it would but since they're so good that message doesn't fall on deaf ears and uh that this team has really kind of practiced that and believed in that what uh how big a trip is this because let's just say you go uh, on this trip and you do you can beat say la and phoenix and denver you come back, you have seven of the next eight after that at home. I mean, you can really do some damage and just solidifying yourself as that top seed and really kind of put some distance between you and uh, and uh, the Toronto Raptors if indeed you take care of business. This, this is kind of a big stretch for them right after that, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Raptors are going to catch them no matter what they do the rest of the year. They just have such a big cushion. But I do think just for them, Denver's one of the best teams in the West. The Lakers are obviously one of the best teams in the West, one of the two teams that I think everyone thinks can win an NBA championship in the Western Conference with the Clippers. So if you go out and you have a solid performance against them, you're going to show just kind of what team you are. And uh, it's never going to silence the doubters. Like, that's just not going to happen this year. From a national perspective, everyone will keep, the Toronto Raptors series and the Eastern Conference Finals in their mind. They can't remove it. Uh, so no matter... Oh, Eric, did we lose him? It sounds like we might have lost Eric. Yep, we lost him. Well, maybe his phone died. Hopefully not. But uh, nevertheless, that was Eric Name, uh, our Milwaukee basketball insider, joining us for a couple of minutes on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. That is 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.